0: Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day nine and we're in Genesis 17 and 18, Mark chapter three in the first 21 verses and then in Psalm chapter five. As we look to our Old Testament passage, we reach Abram at the age of 99 and God is changing his name from Abram to Abraham. Now there are a few instances of this in the Bible, Jacob being changed to Israel and Saul being changed to Paul, just to name a couple of them. But on each occasion, the individual will be embarking on something specific and important for the Lord. Through Abraham, there's going to be nations, kings, generations upon generations. There will be an everlasting promise through him and God would rule over them all. Now a sign of this covenant, of this mark that Abraham is God's, was that of circumcision. Every male in this new nation was to be circumcised, carrying that symbol that they belonged to God. Further to this, Abraham would now have a son with Sarah, and they were to call him Isaac. This covenant that the Lord had with Abraham would now pass to his son, and then on to Isaac's son, and so on and so on. For this was a covenant for the generations, not just for Abraham. Yet in the midst of all of this wonderful news, something was about to happen that would show the full extent of God's wrath. News came to Abraham that there had been serious sin committed in Sodom and God was going to punish the people. We then see this wonderful, humble display of compassion from Abraham, pleading with the Lord to save the righteous and only bring punishment to those who are found in grievous sin. There's this odd bartering with God, trying to convince him to relent and not punish the people so severely. Tomorrow we're gonna find out what actually happens, but what we can know today is this, God hates sin. And the only way to ensure you do not meet the wrath of God is to have our sin dealt with. And the only way to have our sin dealt with is to humbly come before King Jesus. And promises are given to us like Abraham, where we will be given an everlasting hope in Jesus so that we don't meet the wrath of God and instead meet the blessing of God through faith in Jesus. Let's head into Mark's Gospel and we're heading into chapter 3 and we continue the look at the earthly ministry of Jesus with three specific interactions. The first is yet another matter on the Sabbath, this time one more significant than simply picking some grains. When Jesus was in the synagogue, a man with a withered hand entered. What would Jesus do? thought the crowd. Well, Jesus wasn't shy in coming forth. He not only healed this man, but he did so in front of all of the religious leaders, and most importantly for us to grasp, he did it on the Sabbath. Jesus is showing up these so called leaders. They were so religious in their law keeping that they wouldn't even do good in case they broke the law. Now, the second interaction comes from this growing crowd that is now following Jesus. He travels from place to place, healing and casting out demons. And notice how captivated the people are. They have never seen or heard anyone like Jesus. And that same Jesus is still on offer to us today. That captivating and truly awe-inspiring Messiah is still accessible to each of us. The question is not, where is Jesus? The question is, have you opened your eyes to Jesus and looked at his amazing authoritative teaching and healing in people's lives? Now the third interaction comes with the disciples. Jesus now has 12 who would serve under him and would follow him wherever he went. And what a motley crew they were, tax collectors, fishermen, brothers, not what you would classify as the pick of the best. Yet what hope each one gives us. And let's be honest, we're not the best of the the bunch, are we? Yet God isn't looking for the best. He's looking for those who will be faithful and who will bring about his will and plan in this world. So don't despair. You don't need credentials as long as you're armed to do the work of the Lord. You need a faithful heart and a calling from the Lord Jesus. Before we leave Mark today, notice that one last verse in verse 21. The family of Jesus thought he had gone mad. His brothers and sisters thought all of this ministry, all of his declarations were ludicrous. A reminder that even Jesus had unbelieving family and like many of us, he had to live a life knowing that his family didn't share the same knowledge he shared just because you're on fire for Jesus doesn't mean that the rest of your family know and love him so let us not forget the mission field that is our own home our brothers our sisters our children our parents let us not tire of telling them the gospel so that they would come to know Jesus finally we head to psalm 5 our psalm today depicts David coming before the Lord in the morning seeking strength and a renewal for the day ahead And notice in verse two, he is praying before God. Here's my question. What do you do first thing in the morning? And maybe let me rephrase that. What do you do once you've had your coffee in the morning? Are you checking through Facebook and emails? Or are you seeking the strength of the Lord through prayer? David's prayer is a mixed bag, really. He's concerned about his enemies and the sin around him. Yet he's overjoyed at the steadfast love of the Lord who protects him and who leads David in righteousness. Notice, David has confidence that his enemies will not win, for God will not tolerate their sin. David therefore rests in the Lord, for only in the Lord will there be victory. There is favour and blessing in the Lord. I would encourage you to start your days like David. Be honest with God, talk with him, tell him your fears and your concerns. Then in confidence know that you can rest in God today. You may be concerned about the week ahead or how your family is coping with homeschooling or that dreaded supermarket shop you need to now do. Tell God, let him bring peace to your heart and let him lead you through this day of your life. Let me close by praying. Father, what wonderful hope we have in Jesus' choice of disciples and the psalmist knowledge that the Lord brings strength in the morning. Father, that's great hope to us here in this lockdown in 2021. Father, in this COVID pandemic, we can have faith and trust in the Lord who is under control, has everything under control and who holds everything together. Father, we pray that we would hold fast to that today, that we'd find great peace in knowing that you are still in charge and that you're keeping us going on the path you've set before us. Father, give us strength, give us hope and bring peace in our lives today, we pray. Amen.